Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You want the latest news on the Super Bowl refereeing crew? <laughs> Welcome back to hour number two of Gwyn and Chris. Chris Hello. Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby. We have this story covered from every angle. Carl Cheffer's uh, crew will be uh, refereeing Super Bowl. A lot of penalties, apparently. 57, lots of penalties. Lots of penalties. Uh, yeah, we uh, unwittingly went over that story two or three different times in the first hour of the program. It's a very important story. So if you missed it, uh, I wanted to make sure I touched on it again. Uh, nothing happened in sports today. Absolutely. If you're just tuning into the program, you haven't missed a thing. Uh, Lakers do play in Indiana tonight. LeBron James begins play 88 points short of tying Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the all-time scoring record. That is among the uh, highlights of what's coming up in the sports world this evening. Clippers have a good game at Milwaukee against the Bucks. Uh, so a uh, little NFL, uh, NBA stuff for you, but it's been a pretty quiet day. Uh, Tony and I... We're fortunate that Tom Brady retired yesterday, gave us something to talk about. We were hoping Aaron Rodgers might uh, do something, do something right. to either retire or get traded. The best we can do is that uh, Devontae Adams is uh, begging for Rodgers to come to Las Vegas and rejoin him with the Raiders. Um, there was one story uh, surrounding Nick Sirianni, the head coach of the Philadelphia mm. Eagles today. According to... New York Giants safety Julian Love. Sirianni is not the coach that you think he is. As a matter of fact, the only way he's in it in the Super Bowl is that, quote, he's in for a free ride right now. Uh, Love claims that Philadelphia just has such a talented roster. He said, you guys could coach this team, talking to the folks who are interviewing him. Now... They used to say something similar about Phil Jackson when he had Michael Jordan. It was like, you know what? Anybody could coach him and win championships. And then they said the same thing about Phil Jackson when he had Shaq and Kobe. And they've said the same things a lot about a lot of coaches over the years who've had superstar players. I just don't buy it because a lot of teams have superstar players and a lot of teams have great talent. And they don't know how to piece it all together. I, I think you've got to give Nick Sirianni a certain amount of credit. Now, I don't think you have to necessarily automatically label a guy a genius if he wins a Super Bowl. Or in the case of Kyle Shanahan, label him a genius for losing three NFC Championship games. 
And another bit falls flat on the program because the producer of the show is not paying attention. I was checking uh, the newest bets. I see. The Daily Gambit what, what, is coming up What was the joke the that I missed? Nothing. Uh, it's, it's all good. It was just another shot at your, uh, I just, your I, favorite head coach. I feel vindicated. <laughs> you feel vindicated? <laughs> I feel vindicated. Yeah. Um, I think, Chris, for one, um, for Sirianni, it's quite the opposite. I mean... He seemed at times that first year to be at times looked a little bit. Things were going a little too quick for him. But over the course of the season, he started to show that, you know, he was worth he was worthy of the of the title of being a head coach. And all he's done this year is continue to prove that. So I think it's a little rich coming from a a dude who was on the team that just got their behinds whooped and really got their behinds whooped all year by by the Eagles. So. I just, you know, that's not who I want to hear that from. No, I don't either. I will say one thing I really I heard about Nick Sirianni that I really liked. Remember his introductory press conference? Yes. It oh, was a yes. Complete it was disaster. It was disaster, debacle and everything else. Apparently, ahead of the NFC Championship game this year, he showed that to his team and said, "Here's how far I've come." And you guys deserve right. to be here because here's how far you've come. We all make mistakes. We all get better from it. We learn from it. And we've gotten here because we've all learned the right lessons. Listen. He took that negative and turned it into a positive to get his team ready for the NFC Championship game. And yeah, I've seen a lot of coaches who don't jump up and down on the bench. You don't have to yell you know, to be successful. You can do all your coaching in film and in practice and in meetings. And then... To me, a great coach lets a great team play and doesn't get in the way. That's what he's done. Hearing him on a few different interviews, so you know, since he started to kind of come out of his shell a little bit, and that team has started to play well, you get the sense that he's a good motivator and that he he knows how. Aside from the X's and O's, uh, he he knows how to get these dudes to play for him. There's a reason why these dudes all are playing as hard as they do. We've seen teams with talented rosters before, not be able to put it together the way the Eagles had this year. And I think that's a lot of that credit goes to Sirianni. I would also like to point out that the last Philadelphia Eagles head coach that won the Super Bowl, Doug Peterson, also took the team to the Super Bowl in his second year as head coach of the team. Look at you. Is and that was, what that research was do, over yeah, there doing? and he was fired in 2020, so we'll see what happens oh, with Nick Sirianni oh, in a couple oh, of years. Oh, well, he also... Coach, because Doug Peterson was the talk of the league. Obviously, he won the Super Bowl, and then his team gave up on him two years later. Carson Wentz, I think, had something to do with that. Just saying. Maybe. I bet he did. Speaking of that, let's get into the Daily Gambit. Do you like money? I think about money a lot. Do you like money without doing anything? Uh, duh. Winning. Do you want to make money while watching sports? I think Washington is immortal luck. Washington! Woohoo! If you answered yes, this is your segment. Just don't blame us when you lose. Nothing is ever your fault. It's your game. Take it. Gwen and Chris go through the top bets of the day in The Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan. Daily Gambit is our daily sports betting segment here on Gwen and Chris. Everybody, please gamble responsibly. Before you make your next bet, you have to check out BetQL. BetQL looks at every bet from every game to find you the best bets possible. Every bet is ranked on a scale of one to five stars. Football, basketball, pro, and college games 
It's all there. Visit BetQL.com or download the BetQL app to get three days of BetQL access absolutely free. Out of the corner of my eye, the entire time I was reading that, Tony was dancing over there, and it's very distracting. Uh, All right, so a couple weeks ago, we talked about the odds on Tom Brady and whether or not or what team he was going to sign with last or his next contract. And we talked about the Patriots being a pretty good bet at, like, plus 900, I remember. I looked through my sheets. I couldn't find it. But Robert Kraft has recently said he really, really, he said the fans are clamoring for Robert Kraft to sign Tom Brady to a one-day contract to be a New England Patriot. So technically, when I looked at that bet earlier, it didn't say anything about having to take a snap in the new uniform. Yeah. But now it does. Mr. Kraft messed that up for everybody. Yes, huh? now it does. Now the Patriots, you cannot bet on them anymore. But plus 900 would have been a nice payout. What if you already took the bet before the fine I think, print? Oh, I don't think they can switch it now. Yeah, yeah. right. So no. so that's still... If, if he does you were sign smart a- enough to think ahead and, and believe that Tom Brady would retire... Then get signed by the Patriots before he retired officially, then uh, you deserve to cash in on that bet. Yeah, you definitely deserve to cash in on that bet. But I, I just I had hope this there are some folks out there that did that. Oh that yeah, would be there great. have to be. I should have done it. I was like, man, this I could put ten dollars on this, and we just couldn't. We none of us could really wrap our minds around him actually retiring. Yeah, at the time until yeah. we saw his face yesterday. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His. Um, Ever-changing looking face. Now, taking how many people's faces just, stay the same? Just taking a shot at time. Tom, man. I still have the same baby face I did when I was in my 20s. And what has Tom done to you, man? Why is it that you, you just have a, a, I, a I knack for, for just picking on him? I, <laughs> I don't know if picking on him is the right word. But. I, I was thinking about this on the ride down. Why do I, why do I dislike Tom Brady so much? Because he's successful? Probably. Probably. <laughs> That's why you're a hater right there. Good thing the show isn't very successful. You hate all of us. Uh, no, I wouldn't hate being a part of it. If I Tom's team, I would have been the oh, I would have loved him. Love him. If I Tom see. was my quarterback, I would have loved Tom, but he's not, so everybody had to go through him all the time and it was not fun for people. All right. Parlays from last night that we did. The very random parlays. The first one, plus 943. Nets under 109.5 points against the Celtics. That one was easy, 96 points. Jason Tatum to score 35-plus points versus the Nets in the game. He ended the parlay because he had 31 points in the game. Royce O'Neal, everybody. We talked about him. Did he get his, what, nine? Nine and a half. He he had seven points, so he didn't get there. I knew he wasn't reliable. Did not get there. This game was out of hand. Very early, Chris uh, was updating us on it last night. Ended up, I think, one thirty-nine to ninety-six. Was the, the final you know, score. it was <laughs> indicative of that score, right? There was a play last night in that game. I think it was in like the third or fourth quarter. Game is clearly out of hand. There's a uh, Celtics have the ball, inbounding the ball from the baseline yeah. underneath their own basket. Okay, a Brooklyn defender is guarding the the Celtic in the opposite corner. So right. I, if you could imagine where he's at, right. uh, he's got his back towards torn toward back turned toward the guy who has the ball inbounding it. Yeah, he just passes it to his guy. He never seen it. He just stood there. Even as the guy took the <laughs> shot in the corner, he was just standing there looking. The ball was literally coming through the net before he realized before he reacted that wow. his his guy had the ball and had already shot it. Ooh. 
That's, that's not going to be the a type good, of night the Brooklyn Nets. That's had. not going to be a good film session. It's going. It's got to be on Shaq and the Fool coming up. Is here. that a is <laughs> that a burn the film type of game? No, the Nets not burn not, the first quarter. <laughs> right. Get outscored okay. by thirty points in the first quarter alone. That's what. That's how you lost the game. Ultimately, is that thirty Man. point. That's rubbing in the first quarter. Drubbing. Second parlay we did plus seven ninety seven. Providence money line at Xavier. Well, Providence lost by one, so parlay is dead right there. North Carolina didn't cover either because Pitt beat them sixty five sixty four. There was a little trolling in that uh, after that game. I oh, saw. I didn't see yeah. that. Yeah, Georgia also lost by twenty one, so they were not even close to. So Auburn. all three lost <laughs> yes. that parlay. Yes, they did. Boy, you come up with some real Well, I, I made it clear that yesterday. I, I googled best parlays for today, and the, these are the best. That was that was the wrong website. Yes. Apparently not. All right, the bets for today, and we're gonna start with the lightning round. If you don't know what the lightning round is, it's gonna start tonight at four p.m. and it's the first event of the Pro Bowl. Everyone. The lightning round is going to feature participa- participants participants from each conference, and they're going to complete in, compete in three categories. A water balloon toss, attempting to field punts, and then a target competition trying to knock a bucket of water onto a coach. So there is no odds on individual players, but there are odds on whether or not the NFC or AFC wins. At minus 115 each. So if you just want to choose the NFC, you can. If you just want to choose the AFC, you can. Do we know exactly what's taking place in the water balloon? Like, are they... No, we're not going to have to see. We don't know. I don't get any of these events, to be honest. Other than maybe fielding punts, I I don't understand what this has to do with football. I think they're going to throw the football, I assume, to knock the water off or whatever that is. Okay. But I can't understand. Are they throwing water balloons at one? Or are they just throwing it to see it's how far they can throw it? Toss. So maybe so they're just seeing maybe how far they can throw it. Far. It's kind of hard to throw a water balloon, actually. I oh, can yeah, imagine. It's very difficult. No, because if you throw it to, with too much force, it pops in your hand. And maybe you're eliminated on that. It could be. Maybe that's the rules. This is where this we're is at. off to a bad start for this Pro is, Bowl. If this is where we're at. Get. This Told you guys earlier in the week. Why would you go anywhere near watching any of this crap? Yeah. The next event. That's not going to take place today. D'Amico Ryans was introduced as head coach, and he put up a jersey that said coach. coach. Couldn't get him a jersey with Ryans on it. And for the precision passing event. <laughs> wait, wait, really? <laughs> yeah, he just they, got him just, they got him like a... Just a uh, it said coach on the back. A plain he held a jersey. jersey? I mean, I guess... No, I, they had to custom make that. I guess, I guess in some ways, you don't want to give him... A, he already has, a, I mean, the jersey with his name on it. He already did that. He is a coach now. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you don't. Strange. Maybe you don't give uh, the coach a jersey. I don't. Just uh, has, do they do jersey things all the time for I coaches? Think they do. I think they do. Anyway, uh, the hmm. precision passing event in the Pro Bowl. There are th- six people taking place in, or taking this event, and it's Kirk Cousins, Geno Smith, and Jared Goff in the NFC. It's Trevor Lawrence. Tyler Huntley oh, yeah, and Derek right. Carr in the AFC. So you can bet the NFC's favored in this one. They think that the NFC is going to be a better precision passing event for this or for a team for this event. Final one, because I know that Chris hates every minute of what we're doing right now. Dodgeball. That's <laughs> <laughs> another Pro Bowl event. <laughs> the NFC also a slight favorite in this one with minus 125 How do they break odds. That down? 
Um, each conference going to have two teams, one for the offensive players, one for the defensive players. So you can bet on which team will win. The a- NFC and AFC offenses, two, plus 225. I'm not even going to give you the rest of the odds. This is just ridiculous that people are even going to bet on dodgeball. It's even dumber that people are going to watch it. <laughs> I will watch it. We're, we're going to have it on in studio, Chris, starting at four. The lightning round. All right. That is too fun. That's Waste it of for, my time. That's it for the no bets we have today. Yeah, it's a tough day uh, for uh, to find bets. It's a tough day to find, uh, unless you're into dodgeball or water balloon tossing, uh, that's the kind of day it is in the world of sports. We'll take a quick timeout. More Gwen and Chris on the way. Coming up in this hour, we will talk some NBA basketball with uh, Keith Smith. Top of the 4 o'clock hour, J.D. Luster from the San Diego State basketball team. So a lot still to come. Stick around. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 322. Yes, indeed. We are taking you through this Thursday afternoon. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ello, Matt Scraby. Slow day in sports, but that's okay. We got you. Into a little, I don't know if this is really a debate, but Chris and I talked about this uh, maybe about three weeks ago, a month ago. John Morant made the comment that uh, he was just fine in the West. And if you're not understanding what that means, 
Uh, the question was asked, you know, who did he think he Who is had, he worried about? Who was he worried about? Who did he what think? What other teams was he worried about in the West? That could keep Memphis from getting to the NBA Finals this year. And he, he said he wasn't worried about it. As a matter of fact, he, he brought up he said the Celtics. Who he obviously said he was worried about the Celtics, but they're in the East. Right. So obviously he's saying there's a clear path. With one sentence, he managed to diss the entire Western Conference. Yeah, and it hasn't gone well for him to say the season. It hasn't gone well since they he have did it. Played when are these guys fif- going to learn? Yeah, they played 15 games against teams that are um, possible playoff teams in, in, the, in the West. And remember, there's a bunch of them because from pretty much the four seed on down, it's separated by about four or five games. Right, I mean, that's all. At four to think about that, four to thirteen, it's pretty much separated by four to five games. If the Lakers win five straight games and a couple of things break right, they could be the number three seed in the Western Conference just that quick. That quick. And right now they're thirteenth. And so you know, I we say that to say here are the teams that the Grizzlies have faced in that time. They faced the Warriors twice, lost. They faced the Suns twice, who I don't even think are at full strength. Lost. No, Devin Booker's supposed to come back soon. Lost twice. They've lost to the Lakers. They've lost to the Kings. They've lost to the T-Wolves. And they've lost, most recently, to the Blazers. Damian Lillard hung, I think, 40-something on them last night. So, um, These are all teams that John Moran said he wasn't worried about. No. And they all have knocked off the Memphis Grizzlies since he said that. And in basketball, it is one of those sports where uh, because it can be controlled by one or two guys in the course of a game, something that you said that is motivating them can actually come back to hurt you. It's it's different than football where bulletin board material, it's hard to, to, to carry that for four quarters of a physical football game. It's pretty obvious to me that the people that are putting together the NBA script and determining what's going to happen ahead of time were upset with John Moran's comments. And they they changed the script. They changed the script. Changed the yeah. script. Yeah. I, hope rewrite. They, I hope they got an okay from Arian Foster. But they apparently changed the script and decided that it was time for the Memphis Grizzlies to struggle. No, I. it's... it's it, it, it To me, it goes hand in hand. I, I don't know why these guys continue to put bulletin board material up there. It's as if they're trying to prove that it just doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is it can matter. Yeah. And, we just saw that in the Chiefs game. Yeah. I mean, the Bengals, not that the Chiefs weren't going to show up, but why wake up a sleeping dog? I mean, just just it, let go in there and try to get your win and go to the Super Bowl. The common denominator between the two is that they're both young teams, and yeah. so those these are the type of growing pains that come along with young teams. Memphis Grizzlies uh, did well last year. They got deep into the playoffs last year. They had a great team, and, and, and they, they, have they still have a great year. team. But, but they, you know, ever since he made those comments, they've had some injuries. Guys have gotten hurt. They've lost some really close games. I don't believe in. Luck. I don't necessarily believe in a lot of things when it comes to sports, but karma is one of the things that I do buy into. And I think you can have good karma and you can have bad karma. And I think the Memphis Grizzlies have some bad karma right now, and it's playing out. Yeah, because it's not as though they forgot how good they were, because this is still a really good team. But um, when uh, the the flow of a game can be dictated by a superstar, 
And a lot of those are in the West and those same teams that we just named, whether it's De'Aaron Fox and Sabonis, whether it's Damian Lillard going for Portland. These dudes can have like direct impact on some of the things you say. And maybe this will serve as a, a bit of a learning lesson for that young Grizzlies team. It's okay to be brash and confident, but when you start saying that you have no nothing, nothing you have to no work, competition. that's... That's uh those things those yeah, type that of words tends to get the attention yeah. of the the Nuggets and the Kings and the Clippers and the Mavs and the Warriors and the Suns. Yeah, we'll, so. we'll talk, and that goes for that goes for assistant coaches too because I know there was one going at uh, Luka Doncic the other day, uh, and that resulted in like a sixty point game. So that's just the just, dumbest thing you can do. Leave these dudes alone. <laughs> leave these dudes alone. <laughs> they, they are not. To They're be already messed with. dangerous enough. <laughs> right. Right. You don't have to ask them to slay you. No, we'll, they will do it anyway. We'll talk more about it with Keith Smith uh, from Sport some Spot Track when uh, we get back home from this next break. But um, it's just it's it's one of those things that is is truly you, we've we've watched enough sports to know that those things don't usually end well. But yet we still see a ton of people doing it. So all right, let's get to break. When we return, uh, we got uh, Keith Smith. As I said, Spot Track. When we return. All right, we're only 20 minutes away from the start of the water balloon toss at the Pro Bowl festivities. Can't wait. Quite the day in the world of sports. Welcome back to Gwen and Chris. Chris Hello, Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby together in our Odyssey Palace studios, hoping that some news breaks here within the next couple of hours to give us something to uh, sink our teeth into. But, uh, we roll on. Uh, joining us shortly will be Keith Smith from Spot Track, covers the NBA. Good uh, NBA basketball writer. We'll get some of the latest storylines from him on what's happening in the association. Uh, to that end, Lakers are at Indiana tonight. Clippers are at Milwaukee a little bit later on. In fact, I was looking at that, Tony. Uh, the Clippers-Milwaukee game tonight is scheduled to begin at 7 o'clock Pacific time. In Milwaukee. In Milwaukee, that means it'll start at 9 o'clock in Milwaukee. It's a weird start time, right? That's about as late as I can think of any game in any sport starting You know, at 9 o'clock. That's a late night if you are a uh, Milwaukee Bucks fan. Yeah, typically when TNT does a game, there's usually an East Coast, West Coast and game. West Coast. So, so it makes East, sense. This, this is, is East, East Coast, Coast and Central. Central time. Yeah, it's, yeah. That's so rough Bucks, for uh, for the Bucks. Bucks fans got to stay up late tonight. Uh, Nine o'clock start there in Wisconsin. Uh, college basketball. Aztecs will be home to Boise State tomorrow night. We'll have JD Luster from the Aztec basketball team joining us at the top of this hour to discuss that game and uh, the Aztecs' recent loss to Nevada. As they'll try to get back on track tomorrow night. Uh, they're a solid favorite over Boise State. Seven points is the spread for that game tomorrow night. Obviously, owing to how good San Diego State is at home, but Boise State beat San Diego State not once, twice, not twice, three times right, last tournament. year. They knocked them off in the Mountain West Conference tournament. So the Aztecs owe the uh, Broncos. We'll see if they can get that done tomorrow night. Um, as far as college basketball is concerned, last night, I don't know if you saw the number two ranked Tennessee Volunteers went down to defeat, fell uh, on the road. At Florida to the Gators, so the uh, 
the kind of strange up and down nature of college basketball continues, season. right? Yeah, it just keeps on going that way. Um, Purdue has stayed mostly above the fray. Purdue's got only one loss and is right now the unanimous number one team in college basketball. I must say, they have a real, like a seven foot two center that's probably going to be the player of the year. Uh, and I can't think of his name offhand. That's he, he hasn't had that kind of an impact on me yet. But the rest of Purdue's team is fairly pedestrian. I, I, I don't think it's a superstar Purdue team. I mean, somebody's got to be ranked number one, so they are. We'll see what happens come tournament time. Yeah. I'm hoping that the Aztecs do a reversal of the last few years. How's Jaden Ivey playing? I remember him from Purdue last Jayden year. Jaden Ivey went to the Detroit, Detroit Pistons, Pistons, I believe, this year. Yeah, how's he playing? Do you guys know? Nope. I don't. All right, let me go look up his stats. <laughs> no, the only <laughs> well, reason I, I remember him. I, I think mean, they have one of the worst records in the league. Yeah, they're way down there. The only reason I was wondering is because we did talk about him a lot at the end of last year. I, I oh, saw, he's I, having a good year. I've seen him play. He he, he definitely is still He's one of, the, he's averaging, one of their uh, guys. He's averaging 48 games played. He's averaging 15, 4, and 4. That's oh, not that's bad. a good start to yeah. your career. Yeah. And that's without the uh, the, fir- the first pick they had last year who's missed all of the season. It'd be so. nice to win a game once in a while if you're Jaden Ivey, but that's you know that's what happens when you're a top pick, right? You know who hasn't played this season? Team. Or hasn't really, has only played one minute this season? Buddy Bayheim. Buddy Bay. Oh, oh, the guy Buddy, who destroyed yeah. the Aztecs in the tournament right. game. When he made, what like, team is he not Pistons. playing for? Pistons. Oh, he's with the Pistons. He not playing. Yeah, for. He, he's literally played one minute this season, and it happened on October twenty first. All right. Well, I don't know why I'm so angry about Buddy Beheim, but yeah, he got hot at the wrong time as far as San Diego State was concerned because he simply could not miss a shot back in the, in that game a couple years ago. But we'll see. Maybe this is the year that the Aztecs are not as dominant defensively during the course of the regular season and get it all together. Just in time yeah. for the uh for the uh March Madness. That would be a wonderful thing. And you know, that's something we'll get a chance to talk to uh, with with JD Lester on in, in yeah. terms of because we've talked about all year that defense whipping into shape and you know, I contend last game they just Nevada made some tough shots, man. They did. They did. They did. We'll see what J D Luster has to say about that at the top of the hour. But uh we're gonna talk a little NBA basketball here. Shortly with Keith Smith, and uh, we're going to do that now. Did you want to get traffic in, Scraby? Are you are you hankering for some traffic? Yes, sir. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... 
deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp and refreshing taste. Or if you overcame, two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medellin, the Markable Fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All right, Keith Smith from uh, Spot Track joins us here on the premier uh, Chevrolet of Carlsbad the fan hotline. Talk a little NBA basketball. We appreciate the time, Keith. How are you today? Nice to catch up with you. I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Of course. Uh, let's start with LeBron James. I mean, my goodness, he's got 88, pay, uh, 88 points to go to catch Kareem for the all-time record. He seems like he's playing almost as well as he ever has. Uh, I mean, uh, I, you know, hopefully he'll break the record at home in, in two or three games. The Lakers come back home. But is this is there any another level that he can go to with how he's playing now? Should we be impressed or should we just think this is same old, same old? <laughs> it, it's funny. It's a little bit of all of that. Like, I, I don't know that there's another level he can go to. Um, that, that would be kind of mind-blowing if there was. But I do think we should be impressed with what he's doing considering this is year 20. But then it's also a little bit of same old, same old, because this is what he's always been. <laughs> right. So, you know, it's kind of kind of all of the above. I mean, he has been absolutely incredible, considering, you know, he's 38, he's year 20 in the league, all those things that, that go with that. It is just unreal that he's still doing this at this, you know, uh, rate and at this level. And, and you know, Keith, that, that brings me to what Chris and I have, have been talking about in terms of the league in itself. I mean, there are so many really fantastic players. I mean, LeBron James in his 20th year, we'll put that aside for a sec, but you got Embiid, you got Jokic, you got uh, you got Donkic, you got so many really good stars in this league, and when it comes to the All-Star game, it seems like somebody gets left off every time. Um, is there any fix for what we've seen in terms of who got in this year, who's starting, versus uh, is, there, is there another way to, to, to pick these teams? I mean, you, you could do other things. You could add, some have suggested, you know, you have just a panel of voters that are made up of some players and some broadcasters and those kind of things. And that, I, I think that it, that's okay for an idea. I, I think they did a good job with rebalancing so it wasn't just the fan vote right. because we saw very close to getting Zaza Pachulia in a game when he shouldn't have been, you know, if you wanted to go to the All-Star game, he should have been buying a ticket. <laughs> right. And that almost happened. And we're at a point where it's like, we can't be doing that. So I think by giving the fan vote some weight, of course, because at the end of the day, the All-Star game is for the fans. Um, but there's I've seen some suggestion of, you know, the guy, the players are the ones who are playing. Just let them do all the voting. And then you see the players voted, I want to say it was six different players who haven't even played in a single game this season. Right. Got all-star votes. I've been in locker rooms when it's time for the players to do their voting. When two guys are at the end of the bench, look at each other and be like, hey, you vote for me and I'll vote for you. Okay, let's go. So I don't think that's a real solution. I think it's, I think it's pretty much okay, you know, where we are. I don't think most years we get anybody who's super egregious put into the game and who starts that part to me is not as important as who actually makes the game. And I think when we get to that level, it, they generally get it more right than they do wrong. Just to follow up on that, Keith, one of the things I saw was uh, they, they kind of had the percentages of the players vote and who they voted for. And in the guard guard position, I found it strange. I don't know if it was strange, but 
uh, Trey Young didn't seem to get a lot of fanfare from his peers. Is, is what did you make of that? It, it seemed like he was. I think he was twelfth of, of the guards uh, from the guard standpoint. He seems to be a better than twelfth on the guards point, but most of the players disagreed with that. Yeah, I think that's one where he has a little bit of a rep ah. among his fellow players as far as being a guy who's been kind of tough to play with at times for his teammates. So you get a little bit of that in there. I think some guys don't uh, enjoy all the trash talk considering I think the feeling is, hey, you made it once to the conference finals and you talk an awful lot for a mm. guy who hasn't really won anything. So I think when you put all those factors in, I think that works against a guy like him. Keith Smith is with us talking some NBA basketball. Keith, last night the Celtics uh, put up 46 points in the first quarter. Uh, they hit 26 three-point shots in the game, and they blew out the Brooklyn Nets. I bring the 26 three-point shots the state of the NBA right now, a lot of scoring, a lot of three-point shooting, a lot of isolation. Is everybody in the NBA happy with how the game is being played right now? Yeah, I, I think in general they are. I, I don't know that there's a lot of isolation. The isolation numbers are actually down overall in the league. I, I think uh, that's a, a thing I think people see sometimes when they want to see that versus uh, seeing how it's going, the three-point shooting, of course, that is up. But I think what's happened is we're kind of we've reached a perfect storm of high test and analytics combining for these players who have been drilled often since they were in high school level to say, hey, you know what you never make is 15 to 25 foot shots on the left wing. So those guys don't ever take 15 to 25 foot shots on the left wing. They and if it's you make 70% of your shots from 18 to 22 feet from the right corner in baseline, then they focus on shooting in there. I think, you know, all the data we have now combined with the coaching, combined with, quite frankly, the skill level of the players, higher and better than it's ever been, that's combined for this offensive explosion. And, of course, with the three-point shooting, anytime you could go to a point and get a score that is worth, you know, half as much as, again, as a regular score, you're, you're going to emphasize those shots a lot more because even if you shoot them at a lower percentage, it's all going to even out in the wash in the end. It's, it's certainly, uh, analytics has certainly taken sports to a place that I don't think anybody really imagined. Keith, I want to I want to move to the trade deadline. That, that's coming up here February 9th. Um, how active do you think this deadline will be? It, it's kind of been hard to tell from the outside looking in. Yeah, it's a weird uh, situation over the last couple of years. What we've seen is the combination of the play-in tournament being a thing and teams staying alive that would have had nothing to play for uh, previous years now have something to play for and have a chance to still say, hey, if we get hot, we can get in to the postseason. Uh, you add that to the fact that they've flattened out the lottery odds. So teams don't show up you know two weeks ahead of halloween before the season starts with the plan of hey we cannot win more than 20 games right. we got to bottom out to do that those combined things have made it so the trade deadline becomes kind of different than it's always been it used to be all right we've got our 10 bad teams we've got our 10 teams that are trying to win the title we've got 10 teams in the middle and the 10 bad teams will trade their good players to the teams that are trying to win for draft picks and young players we don't necessarily have that there's only four truly bad teams in the NBA right now uh, going a week ahead of the deadline. So what we're seeing is more of 
hey, you have a lot of centers. We have a lot of guards. You need guards. We need centers. And we see trades like that. Like that Tyrese Halliburton for DeMontis Sabonis trade a year ago. I think it's kind of the, the new norm of what we might see. That's a long way to say. I think we're still going to get some activity here because it's not a very good free agent class this right. summer. You also have 10, 12 teams that if you ask them, they believe, hey, we have a chance of winning this title. The league's as wide open as it's ever been. So you combine those two things, I think you're going to see teams trying to gear up and fix what they, you know, holes that they have in their rotations to really get after this the rest of the way. Keith, there are two words when you put them together, uh, two words you put together that the NBA doesn't want to hear. But uh, to me, there are two words that uh, are a big problem for the league right now, and those two words are load and management. And I, you know, I, I haven't got the, the word that anybody is sitting out tonight, but uh, this happens often around the NBA. I, I think too much for a lot of people's liking. Uh, Steph Curry, I thought, had an interesting comment. He said, it's not the players necessarily that they want off. It's the teams that want the players to take the games off. So um, I, I don't know what the solution to this is. Uh, does the NBA, though, feel like it's an issue that has to be looked into? They do to an extent. I, I think the NBA is in a point where collectively everyone, and, and I will kind of counter with Steph Curry on that a little bit, to say everybody is focused on I need to be at my best in April, May, and June. Mm. And if that means missing 15 to 20 games in October through the middle part of April is the way to do that, then that's the way to do that. Because it has become, it's no longer satisfiable, I guess, for, for people to say, you know, well, you know what, we're, we, we lost in the conference finals or we had a 50-win season, but bowed out in the second round but that's a pretty good year it's become you win or you don't and everybody else you know there's one winner and 29 failures in the league and that's the way it's viewed and when that's the way it's going to be viewed teams and players are going to do everything they can to get to the postseason to be in the best spot to succeed and and now i will agree with Steph to some extent i know uh, jason tatum a great example one of the teams i cover heavily is the celtics he he has openly said you know, we, we sit out, we map out, all right, hey, you're going to get a rest game here on this day in, in the middle of December. And then it comes to that day and Tatum's like, nah, I'm good, I'm playing. Mm. And then he basically fights the team to let him play. And sometimes the team says, no, you're going to sit out. So it, it's a very, very tricky spot. But the league is concerned because the one thing they really don't like is the idea of, you know, some kid here in Orlando where I'm based out of, you know, and his family pays a whole bunch of money to see Stephen Curry and the Warriors decide, you know what, that's the game we're taking off. We're, we're going to, you know, play our you know, backups and our G League guys in, in that game. And that, that's, that's something the league does not necessarily like. Yeah, and, and that's, that's what makes it difficult, right, is that, as you mentioned, all these organizations want to be champions, ultimately. They're not content with Western Conference or Eastern Conference champions. They want to be NBA champions. There can only be one of those, yet you also have the other side of the coin where fans are paying a lot of money to come watch these games. It'll be interesting to see how that all gets worked out. I want to stick with the Celtics uh, because Jason Tatum has elevated himself um, and, and really from the fi- from last year's playoff run till through this season as one of the best players in the league. Is, is he starting finally to, to get to that point in his career where um, he can actually carry a team by himself? Because he, he has been phenomenal this season. 
Yeah, he, he's there, and we've seen that in games where uh, Jalen Brown has had to miss time. Jason Tatum can be one of those guys who says, all right, get on my back, guys. Let's go. I got this uh, the rest of the night. Now, that's not any slight on Jalen Brown, who's having an outstanding season. I think here probably in about 10, 15 minutes is going to be named an all-star. Uh, alongside Jason Tatum, but Tatum is, he he is one of those guys who's on that short list for MVP, and and being an all-star is great, but there's a big difference between all-star and all-NBA, and then there's an even bigger difference between all-NBA and MVP, and Tatum's in that MVP mix. His his two-way play is as good as any player in the league. He brings it, uh, you know, on defense every single night. He's continually asked to guard often the opponent's you know, best uh, wing with size. It's, you know, you go out there and guard LeBron James as of the world. You take Luka Doncic down the stretch of games, and that's what he's asked to do, and carry a massive offensive load as a scorer. He's leveled up as a playmaker. He's getting on the boards this year. He's just an absolutely wonderful all-around player. And it's important to note, too, he's 25 years old, so there's still a lot more growth to come for him in his game. There's a guy that never takes a load management day, Keith Smith. We appreciate the time as always, Keith. Always great NBA insight. And uh, look forward to catching up with you come uh, April or so and give us a little playoff preview. But uh, enjoy the season until then. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. No load management days, but I am looking forward to the All-Star break. <laughs> <laughs> give him a little All-Star break. He'll take that. All right. Uh, Keith Smith from Spot Track. Joining us on the Premier Chevrolet Carlsbad Fan Hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall Chevrolet. Find new roads. Uh, how do you rate it, Tony? One, two, three. MVP vote right now if you had to turn it in. Tatum on top, uh, Doncic second, Giannis, Jokic. I, I, My good, there's four guys right there that you could make I, a case for. I would say Tatum is at the top. Tatum he's, at the top. He, he's been doing it all season long. Um, with guys hurt, I would I would put uh, Jokic second. Jokic second. Jokic second still. I mean, okay. he is uh, he's doing the same thing he's been doing the last two years that he won it. I know, I know. That's I know a, that sucks because Embiid really you know man, got after him the last least, time, right? There's at least five guys that deserve this award, and I agree. that's at least five. That's not even including LeBron James. Who right. will just completely get overlooked, even though he single-handedly carried the Lakers to the record that they had. He 100% should be mentioned in it. So, Dame Lillard, another guy. But he gets 60 points once a week. <laughs> Dame Lillard. Starting to feel like it, right? Ah, man. Giannis. Did we mention Giannis? We did mention he's Giannis. one of the best players ever. NBA is stacked right now. Fantastic. Stacked with incredible players. Incredible players. All right. Uh, good stuff from Keith Smith. You know, the thing is, is you bring up the load management question, even so, Keith Smith, there's no answer to it. There isn't. Nobody's because the teams the are in on thing it. To say. Even if there is one or there's guys saying that, you know, we're going to take Jeff so I can be the best neighbor. Teams are in on the idea as well. But it's not optically not a good look to, to have, look, have people man. show up to see somebody and not play Terrible look indeed. All right. Chris vs. the fans is usually next, but don't call today because we're going to talk some San Diego State basketball with J.D. Luster, one of their head coaches or one of their assistant head coaches. He'll be with us next. Chris vs. the fans will be pushed back to 5 o'clock today, so you have to wait a little longer as Gwen and Chris continues. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.